On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are hanging out at Rock Pit Brewing. And I'm going to fight the mayor and John Morgan. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the last banana in your tray, Brendan O'Connor. Is there a banana around no here No bananas somewhere? that came out of my heart, John. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> and uh, uh, we, are, we are hanging out at uh, Rock Pit Brewing. I'm very proud of you. I know that's hard for you to say. It's a lot of P's and R's. A lot and of P's. P's and B's. <laughs> In uh, the Soto District. Yeah, if you've never heard of this place or don't know, it's kind of new. It's only been here about four months or so. Just south of Michigan, off Orange Avenue. If you know where Cecil's Texas Barbecue is, which has been here for a long time, is delicious. Yep. It's right next to that. It's kind of a warehouse, but inside it is gorgeous. It was a warehouse when they moved in here. I remember first reporting on it when we saw that they were moving. They were actually a homebrew thing homebrew they're like taking some sort of science experiment outside right now i'm watching them take beer outside it's like and decanted yes wow anyway, anyway totally off topic <laughs> so many things happening here uh and we'll tell you more about it later and you can actually see a little video tour that we did that we'll be putting on our social too uh explaining the history of the space and but anyway we're very excited to be here and thanks for hosting us yes, Rock but uh here on bungalow on the bus we talk about all things orlando mostly around downtown orlando like the bungalow neighborhoods like college park and uh soto, soto. Uh-huh. and uh Holden heights college park i said college oh, park. i lose yes but all, all the areas <laughs> around there we we talk about the news and and we discuss the the things that we feel are important to Orlandoans. Yeah, because yeah. it's our show, and we'll talk about whatever you want and to. And if you've missed any episodes, you can go to Google Play or iTunes and listen to those. And uh, you can also go to bungalower.com and follow Bungalower on Facebook yeah. and Instagram and all those places. And read a little bit, Yeah, lazy read. bums. Yeah. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking some sort of red hoppy ale here. And we should say that uh, here at Rock Pit, it's sort of like minor-themed. Like yeah. coal miner themed. Named after one of the owner's relatives, Homer Little, That's who, the, is, who is a coal miner. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And I love his name because you can't get more American than Homer Little. That's true. So mine's called Rebecca's Hoppy Amber. Oh. And yours is called Gold Strike? Yeah, Golden Strike. Golden Strike. And it's a stout, but it's like, it looks like an yeah, ale. Yeah, it looks like a, like a lager. It's or very light amber. bodied. Yeah. Uh, Delicious. Yeah, mine's delicious too. Yeah, very full tasting. Anyway, top headlines. I think we have to start with a uh, breakdown of the state of the city. Oh, so uh, I got a ticket to go, but I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I hope they had, well, it was standing room only, so. All right. Yeah, they figured it out. I had some work to do. I really meant to go. But anyway, uh, Mayor Dyer, Mayor yeah. Buddy Dyer, I Orlando Mayor wanna... Buddy Dyer had a state of the city. As he does, just yes. to brag about how the city's doing. And so. I uh, did a little breakdown, reminiscent of my friend Billy Maines, who lo- has departed us. Um, he used to do live tweeting things yeah, he from did. city council, and I always thought it was so cool. Why don't you do that? I, I think I might. You should. Yeah. You should go Sassy to a city council meeting. And one-liners. Live, just, tweet, it. And live I'd, tweet it. I'd watch that. I'd listen to that. 
the beauty is you don't actually have to go because now they live stream them Very on, true. on YouTube. You could wear your underwear and go to a city council meeting. Which is exactly how I watched the state of the city. <laughs> <laughs> you should just go to it in your underwear and no, see what would happen. Just be there. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, there's Brendan. Oh, it's just Brendan again. At least he changed his underwear today. <laughs> <laughs> did you, so did you watch it at all? I watched parts of it. Uh, I thought it was great that they incorporated some video into it. I love that too. It great, was a great, great idea. Interviews so. with uh, locals to support their claims yep. of where they're moving. Yeah, their their talk about Creative Village uh, featured a video of a resident who no longer has to take the bus to UCF to yep. pursue a university. There was degree. one on a like a Puerto Rican bakery or a, uh-huh. or a Hispanic bakery, which is great. I don't which know. Is great. I love that they found them. Yep. Perfect, perfect story. That was about uh, immigrants and how easy it is for them to open up. Small yeah. businesses. And there was one about like a guy who cleans the streets. I got a four-wheeler. Oh, because he was on the – he was homeless, and he participated in the Goodwill uh, – Oh, okay, the Jobs Connection they yeah, do. Yeah, is it called Goodwill Job Something Connect? Like that. Something like that. Yeah, so he was a, a beneficiary of that. Great. All great stories. Break it down for us then, Brendan. What, did, what didn't you like? Number one thing I did not like was his Mayor Buddy Dyer's makeup. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't notice John when you if you look at it again and we have the video up on bungalow.com you can go check it out it is the worst makeup I have ever seen embarrassing did he look like a clown or something it looked like they were trying to make him look not sick oh you know what I mean like in the you 50s, sure it wasn't just like the the, the no. camera or the it was lighting. like a, it was a weird like foundation like pancake or something but it didn't match the color of the skin under his beard. So it was just like these two immediate tones, and it was just, it was just really weird. All right. He looked like a wax figure. Okay. Madam Tussauds. I didn't know. I was watching it on a, a Facebook live stream, and oh. sometimes it's not so crystal clear. So and maybe I, I just didn't notice. I took Plus, I'm not catty like you are, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and shallow. Yeah. In vain. <laughs> well, uh, apparently you are with that comment. <laughs> I just, it's hard to believe somebody when they look like they're not a real person. Okay. So, so All right. I was already upset because he didn't have the real, the right okay. makeup. Uh, secondly, they kept, and they're not all reads. Some of the, some of the things I agreed with. So instead of saying smart city, which is what we know the city wants to be, meaning uh, 5G internet that they really want to make it sexy for tech hubs to move here because you need really good internet yeah, for you these do. people to move here, which we don't have. But there's they actually called it the race to 5G, which is similar to the race to the moon. That's what they equated it to. Cause We're already we already had 4G, aren't we? <laughs> it's just one more G. We need all the Gs. I'm sure it's way harder than that. <laughs> right? Like, who's like, I don't know. Apparently, if you're not look, if you only have 4Gs, they don't move here. 4G is so 2010. If you build it, they will come. So, so we want 5G. 5G. So wait, what's your criticism on that? Uh, nothing. That was just interesting that they're calling it future-ready city now instead of smart city. Ah. In the sense that we are prepping for an amazing for awesome the future. future. Okay. Yeah. So that's the jargon that we were being told to swallow, number one, and I swallowed it. It was interesting. I, I want 5G. Yeah. I want 6G. <laughs> Why are we limiting ourselves to 5G? Why, <laughs> Let all be, those other cities get 5G. Yeah. We'll have 6G. Let's have, like, just call it all G. Allie G. Let's just get Sasha Baron Cohen in here. Allie G. 
It's like all EG. Booyah, That was really good. Anyway. That might be the funniest thing you've ever said, John. Uh, respect. <laughs> I can't even focus. We have new parks on the horizon. So like this Lake Lorna June revamp that they're doing. It's not really a new park, but it's a revamp park. Yeah. Well, they ought to have more parks in, in Orlando. They're right? adding two more, but in the southeast, so closer to Lake Nona. All right. Two like fresh new. I think they ought to have more smaller neighborhood parks. That is, I don't even know if that's the city's problem. And it's hard no, it because is. you've already built a bunch of stuff. You can't just tear things down. And we wrote about, I don't have Wi-Fi. I didn't set it up for the thing. Well, if we had 5G here. <laughs> I could just blink my eyes <laughs> twice and rub my nose. Why don't we teleporting? Why don't we just stop at the 5G? Why aren't we just always connected? <laughs> um, the city is doing a survey that there should be Everybody should be within a five-minute walk to a park. Yeah, and I, I so I'm not. I don't live in the city. I, I live right across the street from the city. But, you're, but I'm I'm the closest park to me is it's probably a ten or fifteen-minute walk. But you're gonna benefit from packing district, which is gonna have a mini park on every very block, true every street. But that's still a few years away. Yeah, it is. But so is the survey. So they're gonna do the yeah. survey first, identify what neighborhoods need parks. And then where they can make it happen. And I don't think every park has to be this giant, like, no. you know, 10-acre park. Like, a park can be just open grass and, like, something fun to do for kids and, and adults, too. Yeah, nobody's going to disagree with you there. I, speaking of, I'm doing a, a semi-project with uh, the Downtown Orlando Partnership as myself. And we just did a survey looking for cool things that we could be putting downtown, specifically public art. But I'm, like tactical urbanist queen so i need i wanted to like turn it up a little bit and we went through church street and like and i think we've talked about this before people will walk their dogs from 55 west around palm trees oh to let them go to the bathroom to to the bathroom because there's no green space i believe it but if you look over by fergs and between fergs like the church street station and graffiti junction there's an a big empty just between space where they put up like a like a dog waste Really? Bin? Yeah. And it's just like sand and dirt and like broken glass. And just change <laughs> Exactly that where you'd want to take your dog. <laughs> so nobody really does. But it should be a dog park. Just do a dog park. Temporary totally. dog park. Figure it out. And when you think about it, there's all these people living downtown. A lot of them have dogs. A lot of them don't have dog parks. No. I mean, depending on where you live downtown, there's not a ton of green space. I mean, if you live in certain parts yeah. like south, let's see, southeast... I think by Constitution Green, yeah, that's then great over fine. there. But if you're in the Central Business District and living in any of those or high the rises, North Quarter, there's not a ton of places to take your dog. North over there. Quarter just built one on the pedestrian bridge. There's ah, some underneath okay. it. Smart, right? So they're looking for those opportunities to change what would probably just be like a retention pond or a waste space into something where you can be active and okay. facilitate. Uh, so th- anyway, Lake Dorn- Lorna Dune is going to be redone. I think it's $15 million, $18 million project. Wow. That's crazy. Well, uh, I think they're trying to make the area around Camping World more inviting, I guess, is the nice way to say it. Yeah. Well, and speaking of, they finally confirmed publicly what we've been talking about, uh, the expansion of Church Street Main Street oh, okay. up into Paramore uh, and downtown along Orange Avenue. And, and we've been we knew it was coming. They just had never said it out loud officially, but the mayor finally said it. Uh, and that will 
I'm betting go all the way up to Campion World Stadium. Oh, I'm sure. And Lorna do. I mean, they've been working on that Church Street since I moved here. Right. When I say working on repaving it, putting in new lights, putting in new sidewalks, putting in uh, like trees and stuff, and so I mean that's been a big project since I moved here in 2010. Yeah, they've redone all of the street services on the west side of I-4. It's right over there, Central new lights, all that stuff. I just think it needs to be its own main street. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't talk about that. And they no. said Paramore once, and then they said Downtown and Creative Village for okay. the rest of the time. Uh-huh. That's some shade right there. Um, they're building three more fire stations, all of which will have quarters for women. Nice. Because as is, they do not have quarters or restrooms for women. Really? Yeah. It's like a Masonic Lodge from the 1920s. <laughs> they were like, all right, ladies, you want to join the fire department, but that's, you got to use you the can go to the bathroom outside. <laughs> <laughs> or you got to go next to Brent. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any firefighters named Brent? <laughs> I hope so. Larry. Oh, Larry. Larry's better. Larry's a firefighter. And he's name. a ginger with a big mustache. <laughs> yeah. That's like good. Though they're building some new fire stations. Yeah. Uh, they also said there was a 50% reduction in residential burglaries in the past year. So we can officially say next door you can settle down. <laughs> Everybody. No, there's forum. still shady people in your neighborhood, though. <laughs> you should put that on your, your next door. Let people know that. There's people I, in your neighborhood that don't belong. I live near... Like, I don't you know, even follow that. I, I stop. No? no. I look at it every once in a while. Really? And I saw someone report uh, Scotty and I for riding our bikes. Oh, when, well, you guys are shady. <laughs> we had flashing I would, that lights. That was me. Because we had flashing lights on our bikes at uh-huh. night. So, That's so you what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And we were literally... I guess they thought we were casing out houses. On bikes. We weren't. We were like... On bicycles. Two harmless gay dudes looking <laughs> at nice houses, right? And, and, and yes, we were slow, but we're fat. You know? So, like, we weren't, like, cruising. We were just having that's, a nice that's your leisurely speed. speed. Yeah. And uh, they, someone reported on Nextdoor that two dudes on bikes casing out houses. And yeah. then the neighborhood watch saw it. And someone came out. And hassled us from his really? truck. Sh- shone a spotlight really? on us. Really? Not through our neighborhood, Newell. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. What neighborhood was it? In Lake, your neighborhood? Uh, Park Lake Island. Oh. But I that's where we live. Yeah. I was like, these are public streets. Oh, I did. Call the police. I, I did not wear my nice hat. Uh, I, I did not handle it well. And good. I was like, you're welcome to call the cops, but yeah. like, you need to... Here's the phone number. Face. Here's the non-emergency yeah. number, and here's the emergency one. Here, pick, here's, pick which one you want to yeah. call. Here's our neighborhood liaison. I got yeah. him on speed dial. Let's t- let's chat it up. <laughs> oh, I'm about to cuss. <laughs> I was I, something's happening here, Rock Uh-oh. Pit. You got to drive me home. I'm going to fight like a miner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got to pick. Say something nice. I'll say something nice. Pixar movies. What do you feel about Are we Pixar done with movies? the state of the city? That's it. I don't want to uh, talk you're about it. It's making me mad. Okay. State of the city is the mayor has bad makeup. And uh, we're getting a lot, and they're investing a lot Maybe of money you in can infrastructure. Do it next time. We already, I just talked about a, the Jim Colbert show, and Nicole Dupre. Dupre was listening, and she was like, it wasn't me, <laughs> and I would love to help. I didn't, even, I didn't even see it. I guess I'll have to go back and look now. Yeah, I feel like I should do a screen cap and put it on our Instagram. You sure it wasn't it. like the feed? And no. the, okay, all right. No, clearly, like, clearly, it looks like a sheen of fakeness, like the Joker. <laughs> like a mannequin. 
<laughs> like man, it was just bad. We yeah. like Buddy too. I love Buddy. Yeah. Mayor Buddy. Mayor Buddy. Which Mayor is what he told I call him Mr. Mayor when I you see did? him. What do you call him? I asked him what I should call him. He was like, Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> what should I call you, Mayor? Mayor. <laughs> I call him Mr. Mayor. What's his real name? John. It is, right? Yeah. And his last name? Dyer. <laughs> All right. You know your you know your stuff. You can stay. Yeah. Investigative journalist. From Kissimmee. Let's like to shoot alligators. How are we doing on time? We're good. All right. Let's talk about I want to talk about Pixar. All right. So Toy Story 4 is out? Orlando Connection, right? Yeah, which I just saw last night. Did you cry? I didn't like it. Really? Yeah, Scotty fell asleep because he's old, and he <laughs> drank a bucket of beer. <laughs> I, I would have called next door on two dudes <laughs> seeing Toy Story together and one getting drunk on a bucket of beer. Well, when you put it like that, it sounds really sad. <laughs> I wish I had been drinking. I probably would have liked the show, but it was not good. Um, but That's we, straight. Everybody seems to like it. <laughs> no, not good. But funnily enough, uh, the first Toy Story happens to be Florida's favorite Pixar movie. Oh, okay. I yeah. saw the map. You see, yeah. So there's a whole map of like each state's favorite Pixar movie. Um, what what do you are think? my choices? Well, I, don't, I don't know all Pixar movies off the top of my head. Okay. Well, tell um, me some other ones. Bugs Life. Uh, I don't think I saw that. Uh, Good Dinosaur. Didn't see it. Brave. Nope. Uh, <laughs> cars. All the cars. Oh, movies. I saw the first Cars. That one's pretty good. And Up. Tater's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. What do you think the Up's nation's favorite Pixar movie is? Toy St- probably Toy Story. No? No. Nope. Nope. What is it? Up. Oh, all right. It's pretty good. Yeah. Up's good. Most More of the states like it, anyway. Um, According to Wallet Hub? <laughs> I actually think it was like Pixar or something. I can't remember who showed it. Oh. Um, Brave was number two. I saw the Brave... No, I saw the Tangled live action musical <laughs> on the Disney cruise ship. <laughs> what? When I was a reporter at West. Yeah, and were you drunk? No, I was during like the day. <laughs> it was a, no, it was oh, like no, they ship. brought us out there to come see it on their cruise ship. Okay. To like promote it. And I think it was Tangled. I'm pretty sure it was Tangled. The Rapunzel one. Yeah, yeah. there was a horse there. It was it was all right. It's always a talking horse. Yeah. Right? Or an expressive horse. Yeah. Anyway, Hawaii's favorite was Finding Nemo. Oh, that was pretty good. I saw that one. I think I saw the second one, too. Wyoming's favorite was The Good Dinosaur. Louisiana loved Bugs Life, and Arkansas loves Cars 2. Ah, Cars 2, the sequel. The sequel. I just think that was really funny. I love (laughs) that breakdown. You can see the map for yourself on bunglore.com. (laughs) 7-Eleven. Okay. All right. No segue. Just launching right into it. Seven Eleven, cold, cold so and dry. There's only two stories I can think of that would be Seven Eleven okay, related. Guess. guess. Either one is you know what's going in at the Seven Eleven at Mills and Colonial. I do not because I forgot to look into it. Second one is something to do with cars being towed at the other Seven Eleven uh, at at Thornton down by Thornton Park. It's nope. Oh, a third Seven Eleven story. Is they it deliver. Free oh, okay. They're gonna deliver. Real, deliver it, what? Taquitos and taquitos, beer, wine. Oh, um, I wouldn't mind that, but not to your house. So it's called <laughs> Seven Now Pins. Where to, to a shady corner somewhere? No. 
a well-trafficked corner somewhere. No. So, yes. Really? So they launched in New York, and they'll bring you to you like in Central Park. So places where you're just hanging out in the open with a bunch of friends. That seems more dangerous than bringing it to a house. And I, I will. I, so from my my past experiences as a pizza <laughs> delivery man, oh, we wouldn't deliver to places that weren't houses because you didn't have an address. <laughs> I'm so trying I, to, I'm trying not to make a porn joke, but keep going. All right, <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like if you were to deliver to somewhere that didn't have an address, and like I got murdered or robbed. We didn't have anywhere to say where I was. So if you're like, hey, I'm at the whatever. I'm going to say pay for and date myself here. You don't get to choose the spot. So there's going to be pre-vetted, very public spaces that are well-trafficked. And so Lake Eola is not on the list yet, but Winter Park Central Park is. But you can't drink there. I Yeah, you can during like special events and stuff. I don't think so. I don't think they like it. Do they? yeah. I feel like they just turn the blind eye. West around. Meadow, especially, I know there's like no rules. What West Meadow? What's That's that? That's like the other side of the tracks oh, of Central Park. They don't care. They, Wild they West care. over there. But like the east, more Caucasian side of the tracks, uh, a, you're not a allowed to do anything. very PC way to say that. No dogs, <laughs> no pigs, no farm animals, no drinking, <laughs> <laughs> no nothing. Anything fun, you can't bring They'll bring it. me beer, though, and wine? Yeah. Nice. It's called Seven Now Pins. We haven't written about it yet, but it's going to be a 24-7 service, and we'll be sharing that soon. Cool. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, Orlando used the most electricity ever. I saw that. On Monday. I saw it. It was so hot. So hot. No, no rain. Mm-mm. A million degrees. Hotter than I think I've ever been living here for 10 years. <laughs> You have a lot of windows too, with no blinds. I do. Always oh, hot in my house when I yeah. get home. Why don't you have blinds? Because I want they the world to see me. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm an exhibitionist. Are you? No. I think you kind of are. I just don't have. I just don't. I can't you, afford the blinds. You go to this gym. <laughs> <laughs> get like those fancy tapestries that kid college kids put up. Tin foil. I don't need all that. No. I'm not doing it anything in the front window. Keeps your I'm glad we have blinds because I'm walking yeah. around underwear. Like I do that. I just look out first. What? A little bit. You do not. You just go for <laughs> it. Big, long strides. Like, you don't care. And you're like, if you're looking. <laughs> it's your problem. You know, bon appetit. I'm in my house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was super hot. I'm sure everybody yeah. in Central Florida had their air conditioning Monday on. Monday at 5.04 p.m. We used the most ever. I think the, the Orange County Courthouse lost power. On Monday, oh, because of that reason. Well, yeah. OUC specifically said we will not run out of power. I'm pretty sure the courthouse, something happened at the courthouse where wow. they had to evacuate people. Because I saw wow. photos of it, yeah. But like, it's a courthouse, so what do you do if there's no power and you're up there on those top floors? Take the stairs, I guess. See, that's no good. They need like a fire pole. I don't know. I don't or like know. a slide. I mean, I, I think when they built that. Years ago, the idea was to get all these courts in one spot, so right. you could obviously have one location. But you're right; if you're at the very top of that thing, you got a lot of floors to go down. I think there should be slides, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe fireman's poles, yeah, or like a big curly cue, like a curly fry slide. Or like you know when you see those movies where they jump out of windows and they land on like those big air, yeah, things? yeah, yeah, one of those. But you'd have to stagger it out because there's uh, no way you'd survive from the top. Of the courthouse, but if you have it like every couple of floors, or, or like an airplane slide, <laughs> yeah, 
I agree. I like it. I think we just solved it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a little break. Come back after the break, and we'll tell you about a special interview I did with Giovanni Fernandez. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Learn the best possible recipe for making your own lemonade. Cuisine Corner Junior Lemon Craze is at our Winter Garden branch on June 29th. Maybe you'll open your own lemonade stand. Saw Rocket Man and still want more? Find concerts featuring Elton John on the streaming service RB Digital. Available free to you with your library card. And Sir Elton John isn't the only artist you'll find there. The Hiawassee Book Club is reading Lisa C.'s The Tea Girl of Hummingbird Lane for their July selection. Read the book, then join the group on July 15th at our Hiawassee branch to chat about it. Learn about these three things and much more at ocls.info or call 407-835-7323. That's ocls.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Traumatic events create a ripple effect, and the scars left behind don't heal overnight. They take time. The Orlando United Assistance Center is ready to walk the journey with you. Here, you're more than a client. You're a person. Through our advocacy, we'll help navigate a multitude of complex needs tailored just for you. Because together, we are resilient. Together, we can thrive. Together, we are family. If you or someone you love needs immediate assistance, we're available all day, every day of the year. So please visit OrlandoUnitedAssistanceCenter.org or call 407-500-HOPE. That's 407-500-4673 if you or a loved one wants to start the journey with us today. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdegger. And I'm the Grand Crackers on your banana pudding, Brandon First O'Connor. of all, they are Nilla Wafers. I don't know. Not Graham Crackers. Start over. No, start over. no, we're not starting over. Ah. <laughs> we, are, we are here at Rock, Rock Pit Brewing. Why can't you say I it? I don't know. It just doesn't roll off my tongue. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Rock Pit, Pit Brewing. Brewing. Uh-huh. Here it's in Soto. The Soto. And it's freaking awesome it is it is 90s night here apparently if you're just tuning in to the radio uh this is a really cool warehouse and it's named after it's inspired by one of the owner's relatives homer little who is a coal miner yep and and pike county kentucky i'm so glad you remember that because i (laughs) forgot and uh it's really cool their beer is delicious you can also do home brewing supplies here yeah, you can you can have some beers and then say, you know what, I want to go make some beers at home yeah. and buy all the gear for it, and then give up and just come back here and drink yeah, it already. Which made. was what I would do. <laughs> uh, but they also have Cecil's Barbecue, which we just finished. Yeah, you can order food from Cecil's right next door, and they'll just bring it over to you. We had biscuit or not biscuit? Gosh, brisket sliders. Uh huh. And they were amazing. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you're feeling this beer, hey. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things Orlando, mostly around downtown Orlando, the bungalow neighborhoods, such as College Park and Thornton Park and Soto and 
all the areas around there. You're doing a great job while I dance to Cotton Eye Joe. You are, you are dancing. We heard some uh, <laughs> Britney Spears earlier. I think we heard some NSYNC. I feel like I'm at a wedding in the 90s. We heard a Run DMC, the remix uh, song. Oh, it's a Run DMC in Masters. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Brendan, we, we talked a lot about uh, some other stuff earlier. All Orlando some, headlines. Some state of the city stuff. Yeah, where the mayor wore too much awful makeup. Yeah. We talked about uh, what Florida's favorite Pixar movie was. Toy Story 2. Toy Story. First Toy Story. First Toy Story. And I'll tell you what, the new no- Toy Story, not great. Brendan did not like it. We got some trivia going trivia. on. You might hear that. Yeah, might but I hear think it. we're all right. Yeah. Just That's how you know it's happening. Yeah, we're live-ish. Ish. <laughs> uh, and before the break, we were talking about an interview I did. Giovanni. Giovanni Fernandez. I say it like an Italian. Giovanni. But he's like Jersey Italian. <laughs> like, so a, <laughs> like a Snooky yeah. type of yeah, uh, well, Italian. And I'll tell you, his body he should be like the body. Yeah, I start really? calling him like Giovanni Aren't they the all body. In jail Fernandez. Or like half of them? Well, one of them is in jail. I, I think tax and I, evasion. And I think Snooky's Snooky? She has like six kids. Snooky. Snooky's from True Blood. Snooky's from. Okay. Jersey. Yeah. She, the situation. She's having like her third baby now. Yeah. yeah. She's a mom. She's a, How would you like to have Snooky as your mom? Uh, I'd quit that. Really? <laughs> she would teach you how to drink and go tanning and all that stuff. Not good. So this interview I did with Giovanni. Giovanni is the man behind Hourglass District. Yes. And that really cool sideward brewing, Sustacios. Italian Deli in Milk District. I'm going to sneeze. Uh, in the interview, it's a bonus episode. You can get on our podcast. Did, did you ask him, Brendan, about the the fight between Curry Ford West? We talk about it a little bit. All right. Yeah, Was he very be, diplomatic about it? I didn't. I love him so much. I didn't want to like get. His oh. Face. I didn't want. So I definitely pandered a bit. But there was a moment where he's talking about housing, the housing that he's doing with the sp- with that corner at Bumby and Curry Ford, and he mentioned uh, about affordability, and I was like, "Well, what does it mean to you? Does it mean like affordable housing, or does it mean like housing that's affordable for people who live there?" That's a very good question. That is a fair point. I mean, what's an affordable house? An affordable house to me yeah. is maybe different to an affordable house to you. And I think he handled it pretty well. So if you want to hear how and he you're answered, poor, just and I have a job. And so <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's licking brisket over here. That's true. (laughs) So poor. (laughs) That's the only reason we do this show is so I get fed once once a week. You you get to eat once a week. You shower once a week and you eat once a week. Just like they did in medieval times. Don't speak for me. I don't shower once a week. (laughs) Uh, I went to the the tree house the other day. Really? I I don't think I've ever been there. So this is a door I've walked by probably a million times. It's downtown. Magnolia, almost Magnolia. What's the name of the bars around it? The attic and the basement. That's true. Where their new Jimmy Hula's Jimmy is. Jimmy Hula's. Was it, what was the Matador used to be right there, right? Oh, yeah. Long, long time ago. Long, long time, ago. time ago. So this is like, I, I didn't know what it was. I knew it was a craft cocktail bar. It's up off the street. We're That's all too old for these things. They closed to do some rehab, and I was like, whatever that means. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out and go take a look. It used to be like this one room, like a studio apartment in New York size. So you could probably fit like 10 people in if it was busy. You know? Uh, they've since expanded. They're like tripled in size. Wow. What was there before? It's the back part of the attic. Okay. 
So they've just taken over this back room that wasn't really functioning as the attic. And now it's theirs. Uh, John, it's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Full of like hot UCF dudes and girls. <laughs> like, and there's a bathtub, a permanent, permanent like clawfoot bathtub. Can you hang out in the bathtub? You can. Really? It's full of like see-through balloons. <laughs> so and they're supposed to get in to take like a photo. Really? And, and behind it, it says get naked in neon lights. Neon lights? Yeah, behind neon lights it says get naked. Oh. And so people are supposed to like get in and take a picture. It's but it's really fresh, really fun, really funky, very selfie friendly. You can see all of Orange Avenue and Magnolia or not Orange Avenue, uh Pine and Magnolia yeah. through the windows. I loved it. I thought it was really fresh. Cool. Uh, so that's reopened. You can go check that out yourselves. Tell hey, them you got to you up your game over there. Yeah, you got all those Mathers and Robinsons. And I and went to the Robinson for the first time. Really? They yeah. let you in? Did you wear nice shoes? I looked really cute. Really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I looked really fresh last night. And then uh, and we just walked across the street. Me and Scotty, Scotty Campbell, sometimes your sometimes replacement in life. And uh, we walked across, went up, and it was fresh AF. They have a saber-toothed tiger skeleton in where, a wall where do you get that i uh, they found it and romy mawardi one of the owners it's like a brother family endeavor has warehouses filled with just weird wacky wonderful antiques really he sees stuff and he buys it and he stores it so he can use it later uh this is the same group that owns the wellburn hotel that we talked about last week and uh john it was just so cool i love i love seeing these spaces happen Without sacrificing, like, the historic value of the buildings that they're in. So, kudos to those people. Love what they're doing. Awesome. Uh, another headline we had was the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center has been participating and fostering a memory loss study and, like, the impact of art on people. Wait, the Dr. Phillips Center? Yeah. Really? So they're trying to prove that art can have an impact, right? Because for so long when people write these grants, they claim we have an impact. But what is the impact? And so Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center is trying to prove that they actually have, uh, like there is a measurable impact. Really? So they're working with people like early onset dementia, this is just basic memory loss and seeing what art performing art specifically can have on those people. Interesting. Yeah. And so they just got a huge grant from the National Endowment for the Arts to further the research and continue the research. So they're going to have a whole cohort cohort this fall. And if you or your family are caregivers here in Orlando of somebody suffering from early onset dementia or memory loss, you can participate in this. It's basically free uh, art therapy. That's great. For your family. And it's cool. just about like reinvigorating your relationship with the person, maybe giving them tools. Uh, it's just really cool. I just I think it's really smart. I love seeing uh, a, a leading art organization actually try to prove that art has an impact. And the fact that they got money from the National Endowment for the Arts to do that, like, means that they're on to something. So, Brendan, we're here playing trivia. We are. <laughs> Rock Pit Brewing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They asked us, what's in a Moscow mule? Is it vodka? Ginger. Yeah. Ginger What's the, what's the liquor? Uh, it's what? vodka. It's vodka, isn't no, it's it? Not. It's vodka, isn't it? It must be vodka if it's Russian. I think it's vodka. It's not gin. It's not whiskey. 
Not bourbon. Not bourbon. It's got to be vodka. I think it's vodka. I wish you hadn't said that. Scotty, put, where put vodka down. On it. I think it's. I don't think it's bourbon. <laughs> Is it? No, you're gonna. That's cheating if you're gonna Google it. I feel like you just made everybody tune off if they were listening on the radio. No, turn whatever. it off. Whatever. We're playing trivia right now. Um, I got trivia for you. All right, go. Air potatoes. I I once did a story on air potatoes <laughs> when I worked at the Orlando Sentinel. Take a drink. <laughs> Tell us about they it. They are they are an invasive species, mm-hmm. all over. Uh, I don't know if they're all over Florida, but they're definitely all over Central Florida. Out of Asia, they're like these. Uh, oh, what did they call them? It's a vine. It's a vine, but they grow like little potatoes. I don't know if they're actually potatoes. No, they look like potatoes. They do, and they're not edible. Although some people do eat them. So you can boil it. You off. have to boil like boil them like crazy. Uh, and so yeah, they're invasive. Sp- Invasive species, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a. They're all over though. I remember I, the, when I did a video on it. It was at the Carl T. Langford Park. It's amazing. Yeah, and you had to like take them out. You had to like get rid of them and destroy them. So rather than doing an herbicide. Which is general, the general practice for this crazy yeah. invasion. We collected thing. them when I did it. You collect yeah. them and you get rid of them. Go in there by, by hand, rip them up. But the problem is every potato that literally falls from this vine will grow a new vine. Right? So it's just this prolific, and that's why they call it invasive, because it's really hard to get rid of them in totality. Um, so the Parks Department is releasing air potato beetles. Beetles? That will come and eat them. And they're this like a ladybug. <laughs> so- I, I, I totally believe that they know what they're doing, but whenever I hear stories like this, I always feel like in like five years, we're going to be like, all right, we got rid of the air potatoes. Now we got to get rid of the beetles <laughs> because we, we, we released them. And they're rid of the air assuring potatoes. us they've been doing this for a while with this beetle. They yeah. Only eat only eat air it. potato leaves. <laughs> And then That's they're like, it. oh, we got to release the snakes. And then they go away <laughs> yeah, right. to get rid of the beetles. <laughs> and then we got to get the giraffes to eat the beetles. I couldn't find any studies. So what I my my what I went to school <laughs> for was environmental science, right, and Envi- urban planning. Yeah, you're bragging. And so I'm looking for studies about what eats air potato beetles. And, like, it's like do we have anything here locally that's going to eat them? Or is it going to be, like, golden rain beetles, all those little red things that just pop up? The swarm fake, the and fake, they disappear. Uh, ladybugs. Or the fake ladybugs. And so it's very interesting. I didn't see any studies yeah. on it. All right, we'll um, see. So Hopefully they know what they're doing. This could be the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> they could have. What are those? What's that cordyceps fungus? Have you heard of that? No. If you ever watch Planet Earth on weed, <laughs> there's an episode. <laughs> Who are these ants get a brain-eating, manipulating fungus? Oh, okay. And it makes them climb trees. It happens to cats, too. Whoa. Yeah, it can happen to cats. So they eat some sort of mouse or something. Well, what if, this is what I think, someday we're going to introduce these beetles. They're going to have a fungus in them, and it's going to translate over to us. All of us. And we're all going to get the cordyceps fungus. All right, who knows? That's all I have to say. Uh... The Milk District has launched a t-shirt shop, if you care. <laughs> <laughs> it just Does it just say the Milk District on it? Yeah. 
Right. I do like that they have a uh, beach towel collection. Ooh, I like that. Which looks really neat. I like that. Uh, you don't see very many beach towels being offered. Do you ever drink TG Lee milk? No. No, I mean, me neither. I don't see it anywhere. I don't really drink milk much. I don't either. But I don't like go out of my way <laughs> if I saw it to drink it. I also am a little mad at them because they're not good community partners. I, I will agree with that. You know, I've tried to talk to them. Like they used to have like an actual shop on site. Really? Closed it. Do you ever see the owner, the the the, the original TG Lee? You ever seen a picture of him? No. Oh, really? I don't think so. So he, uh, the photos I've seen, he's an older gentleman. When I seen him, black and white photos from like the fifties. He has glasses, but like one of his glasses is like one of those uh, fogged up ones. Because he can only see out of one eye. Why? Did yeah. he get gored by a oh, cow? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so last week, Brendan, we were over at Wally's and had a had a really good time. So good. I, I had a blast. Like I had a few beers. You had a few cocktails. I think the newly redone Wally's is one of my new favorite bars. I liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. I feel like people are split on it. Yeah. I like it. It we it. liked it so much we're trying to launch a series there. Oh, yeah. I would totally series. go back and have drinks there. And it's funny. I was talking about this with a friend of mine. If you haven't been yet, uh, if, you've, if you don't know anything about Wally's, it was kind of a, uh, a dive, dive bar. bar, you know, kind of smoky in there. It's been it around for 60 years. Yeah. I mean, and think what, what could happen at a bar in 60 years. It, it gets old. And yeah. so it was sold last year. And it was sold last year, and they've sort of revamped it a little bit. John, you're getting loved on by yeah. a beautiful golden retriever I, I love here in Rock Pit. But uh, it's beautiful inside. They did a fantastic job renovating it. And I want to ask you, before we get too far, Brendan, before we went back last week, when was the last time you were at Wally's? Uh, like right before it closed. All I've right. been to Wally's a few so times. So, like, I, I probably haven't been in three, four years. It's like I don't smoke, and it's it was very smoky in there, and I quit smoking. So, like, I don't want to hang out where it's, like, super-duper smoky. So I haven't been there in a long time, and I know a lot of people are like that. They just wouldn't go. And so, so them revamping it, I think they're going to get a lot of newer clients. Now, yeah. they might have lost some, like, hardcore people, but I think they're going to gain a lot of new Which people. Which brings into John Morgan, yes. yeah. who is so, one of their biggest fans, right? So, Attorney John Morgan, you may have seen his face on billboards. Literally on the billboard that was overlooking Wally's at yeah. one point in Mill yeah. City. When Wally's closed and was for sale, uh, everybody thought he was going to buy it because he, like posted on Facebook from the Hamptons. When I get back in Orlando, I'm going to buy this. Yeah. Everything will be great. And he's, uh, I'll, I'll say, I like John it. Moore. He's a nice guy. I've met him in person. Straight shooter. Straight shooter. <laughs> That's how I would describe him. But, uh, You're just afraid that one day you might I might need him, him for something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so, so he put something out on Twitter. As you said, a long time uh, a patron of Wally's. And he... <laughs> Would uh, go there and hang out, and so when he left, uh, when he, when he stopped going there, when they closed, uh -huh. he he sort of has been tweeting about it a little bit, and he recently tweeted this week where he said, tweeted and put it posted on his Facebook, yeah, so saying you know Wally's is not the same as it, I'm paraphrasing here, Wally's is not what it used to be. Uh, I'm not gonna go back. There's no smoking. It's a hipster bar. I'm gonna start hanging out at Casey's, and so. So a lot of people wrote about that. The Sentinel wrote about it. Orlando Weekly wrote about it. But here's my problem with all this, Go Brendan. for it. Go for it. My problem is he hasn't been there yet. And so, like, I get it. Like, you don't have to like it. But at least, like, 
go there. <laughs> that is or like go so there. dismissive. Such BS. I'm not okay with it. Yeah. Because we've gone there, and I, I know the it. work they put into it, and I saw the people that were hanging out there drinking those drinks. They're not hipsters. This was people who were from the neighborhood who had been there before and who wanted to go back and vote with their dollars to keep it open. I think it's amazing. I think that, and it shows all the hard work they put into it. I agree, and I think it's so disrespectful that they would do that. I, you know, like I said, you don't have to like it. I'm not saying you have to like the bar, but I, yeah. I don't think you can not like a place and never go, and just say, oh, I don't like it. But I, but I've never been there. Like I don't I don't understand that. It doesn't make either. sense I to me. That being said, if you also disagree with him. You can vote for me <laughs> in the Orlando Weekly Best of because I'm up against him for best big shot who's not an elected official uh-huh. uh, in the Best of Orlando Weekly. And you season. should vote for yeah. Brendan O'Connor. Thank you. Because if you don't, I will disappear in a poof of glitter. And you will go to their house and murder them. <laughs> <laughs> and pee in your organic tomatoes. <laughs> you won't do that, will you, Brendan? No, no I'll do it. Okay, I'll all do right. it anyway. <laughs> So that's oh we're also up for uh, Bungalore Bus not up for an award. That's all right. Nobody nobody cares but about our podcast. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need your awards to tell me I like this. I love doing it, but I do need your award because we are <laughs> the Zine is up for best publication. Nice, love that because we put a lot of our work in that, and our Instagram's up for best Instagram. So head on over and vote for us. On vote Orlando for Brendan O'Connor. How are we doing on time? For mayor of Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I would rock it, and I'd have better makeup. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Uh, Event-wise, let's skip to Saturday. Bogo record CDs and free food. Again? Yeah, East-West music. I feel like... No, they did it last week. So let's not talk about that. I'm pretty Just sure they did it last week. You're mixing up your days. Am I? You've had too many Wally's drinks. Oh, you know what? Yeah, this is old. The Orlando Oddities and Curiosities Market is happening in Longwood. Oh, uh, so it's not the Orlando. It's the Longwood it version. But it's so cool. You should go. I, know, I agree. I like that type of stuff. Yeah. Bugs in jars and can I read you pig the fetuses and jars and <laughs> let me read you their, their description. Jo- no, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> come experience the best in the state and beyond has to offer in the form of oddities, curiosities, esoterica, esoterica. That, that's a made-up word, but and, go ahead. <laughs> antiques, art, and more, all in an award-winning craft brewery. New vendors, old favorites, dead things, beer, and tacos. Family-friendly dogs welcome. I love all those kind of spooky things. Yeah, go for it. I'll be there. I won't be there. It's too far. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a Chinese food pop-up happening at Whippoorwill, the beer and package place uh, in the Milk District. The we haven't been over there PM. yet, have we? Have we done a show there? Not to record. We should because it's beautiful inside. We should. Let's go. All right. All next right. week. Next week. Right, the... It's spelled with a K. Kitten Conference with Kitten Lady. Kitten Conference. There's a kitten conference. All right. All cat related. A kitten conference. Nice. A kitten conference. KK. 
and it's Helping Paws Humane Society is hosting the first ever kitten conference. It's two fun-filled days of workshops, speaking sessions, and local speakers uh, at the Holiday Inn East Orlando. It's noon to 6 p.m. Wait, is that the Holiday Inn? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I had to put it in there because it's probably the kitschiest thing I've ever heard of. Wait, it's a kitten contest. Conference. Conference. <laughs> Stop playing trivia. Pay Wait, attention. kitten conference. Just let it go. I have some better ones. A Show crazy it. kitten conference? Yeah, just leave All it. All K's? All K's. Well, that doesn't sound good. What's the short form? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a... That does not sound good. <laughs> the Parliament House is going <laughs> to fill up their uh, courtyard with vintage arcade games. I'm oh, sorry. I like it. Come and play all of your favorite arcade games. For free, really? Uh huh. I eight, love that. Outside to three a.m. It's probably inside. Oh, okay. I like it though. They say outside. Who's though. doing that? Like, who's sponsoring it? I don't know. Just Parliament House is all I saw. Okay. Yeah. Totally free. Parliament House. Want to go? Sure. Yeah. I love it. That I actually sounds see fun. You. I want to see you playing some like centipede. Burger time. Burger time is like short, short, cut off <laughs> jeans. Centipede. <laughs> Leaning into that joystick. That's what I want to see, John. I want to be the princess. <laughs> Toadstool? <laughs> I always play the princess. We got to go, Brendan. No, wait. Oh. I can't stop time. No, I have a minute. There's a cat, cat two day. If you, do, if you adopt a cat on Sunday for 40 bucks, you also get a free tattoo at the Golden Tarot Ink Club in Winter Park. Do you get a, a tattoo of the cat you adopted? Yes. What if you hate the cat? Then you're effed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Tune in next week on Real Radio 104.1. And, and uh, come hang out here at Rock Pit Brewing. Rock Pit Brewing. Soto is, it is amazing. Ask for their jalapeno mashed potatoes with that brisket sandwich, man. So good. Woo. All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>